Hello gamers and welcome to the third annual Super Ultra Podcast Arcade Half-Assed Game of the Year Awards for 2022. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on, Dom? Alright, so we're going to do this. We've done this uh, two years. This will be our third time doing it now. So, as in the other years, we're... Going to start off with our honorable mentions. Um, usually, honorable mentions consist of games we did actually play, um, but it could be honorable mentions of games we didn't play too. Maybe we thought this won't be a top ten, but it's something that should be mentioned. Then we get into our top ten. Now, our top, our top ten is usually is games that came out in twenty twenty two, but we we don't get to play every game because we. We can't afford to, uh, as far as time. Mm. We don't have enough time to do it, and we don't want to spend all that, that money uh, where we don't even play them, <laughs> be able to play all the games. Exactly. So what we do is we'll give you what we think will be our top 10 mm. of 2022, mixed in with the games we did play that actually came out in 2022, the games we didn't play, what we thought it would be in our top 10 if we did, were able to play them. Yeah. So that's why we call it half ass. And that's our favorite games, it's not, not necessarily the quote unquote best games, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, okay, if you want to just not start discourse, but I'm okay <laughs> with discourse. I I'll say it's the best game. And if you don't if the game you thought was the best out here, you were wrong. Okay. And you should be shamed. Man. You should be shamed. <laughs> Sorry, I was joking. But no, yes, it's our favorite games, or what we think will be our favorite games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so let's start with some honorable mentions. Um, do you have any? Uh, I've got a couple. Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is a game that I got to play a very little bit of, um, that depending on how I end up feeling about some of the games that end up being on my list that are not ones I played, um, could have very easily slotted in up there. It seemed very well done. A very cool game. I just didn't end up spending a lot of time with it in the way I necessarily would have wanted to. Um, and then the other one that I will put on here, Dominic, because it feels like it has to be on a game of the year list and will probably not make either of our list. Elden Ring, Dominic, best game of the year. Got to be an honorable mention. Um, uh, that, but yeah, okay, no, I guess seriously, for you. Um, the reason <laughs> I do mention this game is because all of the talk around this game sounds like it is not just another dark souls game. Like it may very well be like an important moment in gaming history. And maybe that's just because of how close we are to that game. Maybe that game does not get looked back on as fondly as people are talking about it, but it is very much a game that I would like to eventually play and, and be able to make that decision for myself. If I just consider it another dark souls like that that doesn't do anything for me or if it is in fact something that that could be an important uh you know game in my life so i just think everybody has bad taste <laughs> i mean it could very well be that <laughs> um so what do you got for your honorable mentions um all right so my honorable mentions is little cities on the oculus okay that is um similar to city skylines but it is so much more uh it's a lot easier the mm. quality of life stuff is so much better than what skylines have um the graphics are 
I mean, they're pretty simple. I mean, I don't know who would have bad graphics. I mean, maybe Skylines do the Oculus version. I'm, I mean, I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but Little Cities, it's just so easy to get into, and it, it's fun. And I thought, like, I can get lost in this game. And the only reason I, I don't probably have it in my list is because I didn't play enough of it to know if that will that would have been my top ten. It probably it probably would have been if I had played it a lot more, but. Um, I just figured I need to at least mention it because mm-hmm. as far as those sim games, like for having the Oculus to be in that world, and I played both uh, that this one and Skylines, and this just felt better. And I think a, a lot of people said the same thing. It's like, man, this is so much easier to Skylines. Like, I was thinking like, oh man, Skylines coming out. I was like, how's Little Cities going to do? Because Little Cities come out at the Skylines, mm-hmm. and it's actually better. <laughs> it's, it's better than that. I don't know who sold more, but Little Cities seems like it's. I mean, I played enough to know that it was better than Skylines, mm-hmm. and that's the one I would be playing if I um, choose to play uh, City. Uh, those City Sims in the mm-hmm. Oculus, like that's the way you got to do it. Like what they do, I think somebody need, you can build from what Little Cities have done to go to get deeper. But I feel like that should be the base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this looks fantastic. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Um, that's the honorable mention um, okay. because it's not really much change there. Um, like graphically, it's somewhat better. I don't think it's that much better. But uh, it, it's Borderlands. It's probably honestly like playing it. Maybe the second or the second best one, Borderlands, because Borderlands Two I feel like is the best overall. And then three. Was it? It was kind of a letdown, and one was just the basis. But I think it's still better. Three was still better than one because one was kind of a little bare. Um, mean compared to what these games are now, right? And then you had the pre sequel, which was different. Even though I did, I still enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed the pre sequel more than three. I think this is a little bit better because the, the dialogue is funny. It, it it's it's a fun game, and uh, but it's just that it's. It is different. It is different than Borderlands, but not too different. And some of the stages are look too similar. And then it's like there's not enough uh, variety. I mean, I guess you have to get the DLC to see more. But just based on the main game, that's all you. That's all we really talk about. Yeah, it, it's okay. I mean, it's enjoyable, but it's not what I thought it was. But it's it's an okay shooter. I felt like that should be already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, let's see. Um, is there anything? Two Point Campus. I did like Two Point Hospital, which is a strategy. This is a sim game too. Um, a funny sim game where you control a uh, university this time. It was like the hospital the first time. Now you're doing a campus, um, basically a university and putting it together. And I played some of it. I didn't play as much as Two Point Hospital um, because these games get so time consuming and I was playing other games, but this, it was fun. It seemed like it was a fun game and they already got DLC for it now. Um, that came up pretty fast, which I heard that's a lot better than the um, base game. Like people really like that more so than the base game. So I might have to check that out. But two play campus is pretty good. I felt like WCU aren't being mentioned also. And I think I'm, is that it? I, I want to say, yeah. Oh, um, what's it called? What's the dwarf game? Dwarven Dwarf Fortress. Powers? Oh, Dwarf Fortress. Yes, that game. 
I put an honorable mention because it looked like a game that is really is very deep, but it looks like it's really fun. Uh, now it's it's based off uh another game. I mean it's it's its own game it's itself, but it was like an older version. Um like um it's DOS basically, and mm-hmm. you, there's no mouse controls, everything you have to type in and everything. So it's really <laughs> like not it's not fun to play uh, to to me. It was not fun to play now. I mean, it just, I just could not play that game that way. But now they upgraded it, added graphics, added mouse support, all the quality life life stuff that we usually have in these kind of games, strategy games. But it's just like it's a random world builder, um, also, and you are controlling these doors, and then they all have their individual lives. Like you, if you go click on one, you'll see what it does, like what's it good at. Like you can't really control them, but you kind of fix the area around them and they what they choose to do with within that section. Like maybe they choose to um, become a warrior or something. I, th- I think you control the warrior people outside more so than the people in the dungeons, mm-hmm. tunnels, like what to dig, what to mine, um, what to gather. Sometimes people get married on their own. They meet each other, get married. Then they have little stories about themselves and stuff like that. Um, it's like, it's very um, complex, but in a very fun way. And I, I, I didn't look at it because the graphics were so bare compared to traditional strategy games. Even because even then, they're not, those games aren't like really big graphically. Um, so I was like, I don't pay attention to this. But then I saw and like a, one guy had it for game of the year. But I saw top people ten, top ten lists, and I saw like some high scores for it. So I was like, let me see what this game is really about. And yeah, I was surprised. I was like. Maybe if I did put my time into this, I probably would really love this game. So, uh, yeah, honorable mention for that. Nice. So, yeah, that's it for my honorable mentions. So now we're going to get to our top ten. And we, what we do is that um, Daniel will go first, say his ten, number ten game, that I'll say my number ten game. And then if we got – unless we got a game on our list the same, even if it's higher number – We'll just say it. Like somehow Daniel says my number one game at number 10. I would have to just say, well, that was my number one game. <laughs> I say that was one. So go ahead. Um, which, you know what? I'm trying to think, should we do it better this time and just tell our top 10 list so we know to skip it if it's higher up. And we well, just say, oh, or or it's okay to do it the way we, we always do it? Yeah, Did I think it? it's fine that way. Okay. Or, okay. I mean, fine. alternatively, we can... You don't have to say what number yours is at. You can just say, I have it higher, and then we can talk about it when it gets to the higher spot, probably. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right. So, so you go first. Yeah. My number 10 is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, this is a game that I didn't get around to playing this year, but I feel like based on what I've seen of it, I would have more fun with this than Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, it, it's kind of this new reinvention, this kind of twist on the, the regular formula of Pokemon with the addition of more like a, a real open world, as opposed to what you saw in, in sword and shield. Um, as story wise, I don't know or really care what's going on there. I know it takes place back in, in time or whatever, but really it's just about the way you're interacting with that world that, that kind of draws my attention. Um, it's one of those games that I'll, I'll hopefully get around to maybe this year, but, uh, yeah, it, it's this, this year was kind of weird or last year rather was kind of weird with what games 
came out. It feels like there wasn't like a huge dearth of, of large titles, but this is one of those that I feel like I did miss out by not playing last year. Okay. All right. So my number 10 is Horizon Forbidden West, which I just changed while I was <laughs> just, just looking at the list. Yeah, I put this at number 10 and for reason that I feel like I would have liked this game if I played mm-hmm. it, but I just don't know how much I would have liked it. I don't know if this would have been like, oh, it's good, but it's not as good as the first one, but mm-hmm. it's all right. Or maybe I would have said, man, it's better than the first one. I, I don't know why people were not sold on it. Yeah. Kind of like how I was with um, Horizon over Zelda. I thought mm-hmm. that was a better game than Zelda, and everybody was stupid. who thought <laughs> the otherwise. But yeah, Horizon Forbidden West, because I, I like the first one. I didn't play this one last year, but I felt like yeah, I I would have I would have liked it. I think I would have uh, yeah. liked it. Now, I don't know if they have the climbing everywhere um, like what games are today. I think it's it might be still the same, and I, I'll be disappointed in that, mm-hmm. because I felt like, oh yeah, you gotta make it so that it'd be like I could climb these rocks or something. Um, it ain't gotta be exactly like Zelda, uh, like where you just, just grab on and just yeah. go up, uh, but just because sometimes it just looked like in the first game, it was like I could look like I just easily climb up here, but I can't. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> "There's stuff like, I can well, climb but, in the real world, and I'm not a professional climber like Aloy yeah. is, and I could get over that." Or like hopping off a ledge, it felt like like what are we doing? Yeah. Here? So I uh, maybe the, I don't know if they fixed that. Honestly, I haven't looked deeply into the game in mm-hmm. that sense, but I guess I'll find out. But yeah, so there you go. So what you got for your number nine? All right. Number nine is Neon White. This game is another one that I did not get a chance to play last year. I was kind of always just holding out for it to appear on Game Pass because it very much feels like a game that would end up on Game Pass sooner rather than later. Uh, Basically kind of a puzzle platformer, but with this kind of like high speed action to it where your guns are also augments for your abilities to transverse. I think that stuff's really cool. The stuff I've heard about the story is kind of, uh, in some ways cringy. I don't know if that's what they're going for or not. Um, but it also seems like if you don't take it too seriously, it could just be something to kind of laugh at. Um, but really the focus there is on the gameplay and, and visually it looks cool too. Yeah. I, Maybe I should have had this in armor mentions, but because I did play it, mm-hmm. I just didn't know what I played. I don't know if I would have had it in my top ten. Maybe if I played it all the way through, I would have. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah. The concept, I mean the concept of it and the gameplay playing it, man, it it felt real good. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't really the story. It was just it was there, but I was I was waiting for it to grab me. Like mm-hmm. I, that's what I was waiting for. That's why I was playing it actually more. Then I probably would have because I was like, maybe this story would get somewhere where I would just keep wanting to play and stop the game. Whatever game I was playing, I was going to stop and play this for a bit. But it didn't get to that point, so that's why I had stopped early on um, on it. But yeah, I mean, I think it should have been in my arm. I mean, you, you can put that in my arm mentions, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Neon White. Gotcha. All right. So my number nine game is Sifu. Um, okay. which is funny. I am changing my, um, order as I'm going up on this list. Uh, <laughs> on the fly. this is not where now the only reason, cause my next game is going to be what I switched it with, but 
Sifu, I put it at number nine. Um, just under that game only because I played the other game more. So I actually played Sifu. I I enjoyed it. It was it was fun. I like the concept of you getting old when you die, even though I died like maybe five times and I cheated the rest of the way. So I never got <laughs> super old. I never got super old. But the combat felt good, it felt like Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh like Dark Knight and it just it felt a little well, probably a little more fluider than Dark Knight. I wouldn't say better, but it just it, it felt really good. And I just like um the whole look of it, like it's in uh like an old Chinese um like kung fu film or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I the story, I mean it's a traditional story of revenge, which is it's fine. Like for this type of game, it's fine. I like the bosses. Um, the bosses I played and just like the dodging, all the moves you can do. It was, it's a fun game, which now I'm thinking about, I was like, why didn't I finish this game? But what, what did I stop doing, um, with this game? You know what? I think I know why it's because I want to use mods mm-hmm. and I couldn't get them to work. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was going to say, were the and cheats so, broken? Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't the cheats. No, oh, it wasn't okay. with the cheats. Uh, <laughs> but I think I was trying to do, cause they had some great mods with this man. Like I see Spider-Man, mm-hmm. then you can make the villains. Look like Spider-Man's enemies. Um, so you got um, it's just I can't even think of them now. I know I was doing a Spider-Man one. I know I wanted to do like a Batman one. I forgot the other characters there were, but yeah, it this game. Uh, I definitely recommend it. It is fun. I'm surprised it never came on Game Pass. It never came on Game Pass, did it? I don't think no, it did. No, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think I, I think maybe that's why I was waiting for it too. That's like like hey, America gets some cheapness. Yeah, I, I don't like even know game. if it's come out on X. Box yet because i think originally that was okay it is showing on xbox now but i think that originally came out as just a playstation exclusive eventually came to the switch well playstation and and epic store and then came okay. to the switch um sifu is currently labeled as not available separately on the xbox store which i don't know what that means but it's uh, a bundle with <laughs> i guess <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's weird, but yeah, definitely not on game pass yet. Unfortunately. Oh, that's coming to Xbox and steam in March, 2023. I remember we talked about oh. that now. Cause it's also adding that arenas mode. Oh yeah. So you know what? I might make for that because it's played arenas mode. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're moving on to our number eight. So what's your number eight? My number eight is Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. I forgot about that damn game. <laughs> it really feels like kind of the world forgot about that game. It, it it released what feels like kind of late for Game of the Year awards, but also it just wasn't really getting talked about a lot. Um, I enjoyed that first Mario plus Rabbids game quite a bit. This one diverts from that a bit with the kind of more open transversal. Uh, but I have faith that it's still probably quite a good game. Um, so yeah, I don't really have too much to say about it, but it, it looks cool and I, I would like to play that at some point. The, my number eight is fire emblems, warriors, three hopes. Mm. This is the, I enjoyed the first fire emblem warriors game, which came on switch really, um, early in switch life. Mm-hmm. And this one is based off the uh, well, not the most recent Fire Emblems, but the one before that, uh, three uh, Fire Emblem War. Mean Fire Emblem Three Houses. So it it feels like it's essentially 
a fire emblem game. Just like with three houses. It looks like if somebody told me this is three houses, I would believe them until they actually get into battle. Then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is, it's like, this is my strategy. Yeah. But, um, but other than that, it seemed like everything else is like three houses. And, um, and I, I like that because it feels like an RPG. And then, like, basically, when you're about to go to war, which is just like um, the, any other Fire Emblem game, you know, you go into battle. Just like this time, it, you are actually like a third person. Um, in third person, and you're actually fighting because it's just like the Dynasty Warriors games. And I like the strategy of like telling your men where to go, um, like the other guys, and you can switch to them. Like they say, oh, somebody's in trouble, and then I say, I can switch to them. Or if when the NPCs are in trouble, you can switch to the closest one and go help them. And yeah, and um, graphically, it's all right. I mean, really, it's just a Switch's um, machine. It's, it's hardware is that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, with it, like where it does get slowed down um, at times where I think it shouldn't at all, even <laughs> on the speed. Actually, it's not, it's probably not even the Switch's hardware that's the problem. It's just a, they didn't optimize it. The guys didn't optimize it enough so it can run smoothly on the Switch. Because I feel like it's not, it really shouldn't be that powerful. Yeah. But thing is, this game is huge. Like, I still haven't finished just like the main story of the house I chose. Like you I still two other houses I gotta choose. And then you also have you choose if you wanna um kill some of your like the people you captured, you either kill them or like you or you can capture them and say, hey, join my cause or something mm. or something like that on some people. So there's there's a lot to this game. I think some things are a little too much, I feel like because I have to level up or or refight a lot of fights just to get um not even leveling up it's to get materials and their materials is like you get limited amount and I'm like well I need some more of this but so and I don't want to go too far, I think go too far ahead in the story what's the point of me even like wanting to do this quest I want to mean like complete this um specific uh like armor like I'm trying to get the specific armor or something right. so I have to go back and fight so I can get that and. Yeah, I feel like it should be something. It got to be something more there where I don't have to keep repeating fights just to get items. Um, mm-hmm. So this is why I want cheats because I don't want to spend too much time with this game where I get bored. See, I, I stopped <laughs> for a while because I got to a point where, oh man, I'm going to take a break because I want to um, level this armor up, but I can't. I don't have enough materials, and if I had cheats, I can just level up real quick, move on to the next thing. Yeah. But unfortunately, no, I have nothing like that. But yeah, but Fire Emblem, yeah, it's just, um, I don't know. Between this and Hyrule Calamity, um, War- Hyrule Warriors Calamity, mm-hmm. I don't know which one would be better. They're both great. Uh, like, they're both are well done and they fit with the spirit of what their original games were. And yeah, I, I, don't, I can't tell you which one I like better between those two. Um, really, probably, I probably lean more towards Fire Emblem Warriors just because of I like the night stuff um, a little bit more than what kind of Zelda's got um, going on. Mm-hmm. But that that's really just a taste thing. And but gameplay wise, I think they're both just the same, and they're they're both done well. Nice. Yeah. So that's my number eight. So I guess we go to number seven. So what's your number seven? All right, my number seven is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, so this is Kirby's really. Yeah, this is Kirby's first foray into like a full 3D world. 
it's still not quite as free as like a you know a Mario 3D that we expect nowadays. This the camera's still kind of locked. Um, but from playing that demo, it seems like a lot of fun, especially when you get into the like mouthful mode stuff where you swallow a full car and the gameplay switches up a little bit. Um, my only problem with Kirby games really ever has been just kind of how easy they tend to be. Um, that's actually in a lot of ways good, especially for the platforming aspect of it when you can just kind of suck in air and, and float over any holes and stuff. Um, but as of late, that's kind of been the game that my daughter is also most attracted to. So eventually I would like to, as she develops more ability to actually play video games, kind of, uh, pick that up and and be able to play some of the multiplayer mode with her to, to allow her to, uh, be introduced into the video game world a little bit more. All right. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. Um, I don't know. You always got to stick your daughter in there. Whatever. So, whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> all right. So where we at? Number seven. So my number mm-hmm. seven is. Oh yeah, because I messed I messed things up here. Return to Monkey Island. All right. So I never touched this game, and but I kept saying I was I couldn't wait for it. I mean, really, it was announced and it wasn't. It was released pretty fast from when it was mm-hmm. announced, so it wasn't like it was a long time coming. So I, I just wasn't ready to jump in yet. I was still playing um, probably either uh, Trails or Persona. I probably started Persona, I think, when it came out, maybe. Darn, I played playing these games. These games take a long time. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, yeah, Monkey Island, I was a big fan of it. Uh, starting very late, though. It started with number four because mm. that was on PS2, and I borrowed it. Now, in actuality, I'm really into Monkey Island because I played LucasArts games back in – when I was very young, starting with Day of the Tentacle. And right. that's why I started like point click games. But Monkey Island was old and it looked old. So I was like, <laughs> I don't want to play that um, yeah. when like Day of the Tentacle looked more like a cartoon. I was like, nah, and, like Sam and Max and them, they're like more cartoons. Like Monkey Island looks very old, Dossy. Um, so I played, but I played four. Four was like, it looked new, it was in um, 3D. It was the first one in 3D. And I played that one. It was funny, even though they, they did a lot of touchback in the previous games. But that didn't stop the game from being funny. That's the thing. That's how good it was. So me going back to play one when I did a remaster, I was uh, – I mean, I see like, oh, now I can get some of the jokes. Like why mm-hmm. why they talked about this in four and then play the two remastered. Um, I watched three um, because that's not really widely available you can you can download it now. Uh, I think on GOG and I think maybe on Steam. I don't know. I know it's definitely on GOG. But yeah, for a long time, well, and they didn't do a rematch of that one because that is definitely a cartoon. Like that's that's like a like they really hand drawn. So I don't know if they wanted how you would remaster that. Uh, I guess you could just touch it up a bit. I don't know. <laughs> but maybe one day I will play that version. But I played the new one with the Telltale one they had. I thought that was good. That was well done by Telltale, and now they got this one, and Return to Monkey Island, and I heard it was decent. I saw the scores was decent uh, one day. Hopefully, I'll get to play it, but I feel like this definitely would have been on my top 10 list, so I'll put it at, what number are we on, Daniel? Number seven. Um, number seven. Yeah. So, it, maybe a little bit higher. I don't know, but I, I had it been on the list, so I'll put it a little lower, So I feel like the next game I was going to say, I will like better than this one. Mm. So, um, what's your next game? 
I had that on my honorable mentions list originally. Um, that game looks very good. Uh, my number six is Marvel's Midnight Suns. Marvel Midnight Suns uh, looks very cool. A uh, mixture of a Firaxis XCOM style game with you know, Marvel trappings, uh, some of the aesthetics of that game, at least how they originally showed it were kind of off putting, but it sounds like those costumes that you kind of see in all the advertisements aren't even things that you get until later. Um, some of the stuff I, I heard talked about for this game, as far as like outside the combat stuff where they evolve, like your relationships more between characters, I, I feel like could be interesting as well. Um, so as a package, it just seems like it has kind of a, a nice mixture of different things. Um, yeah, it's one of those games that again, didn't get around to actually playing this year, but seems like a really cool experience and kind of captures a lot of my interests. So that's my number six. I just didn't look at it enough to know if I would like it or not. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I didn't really delve into it. I didn't know like but I'd be interested in, in playing it. Maybe I would. I just, yeah, I kind of just kept away from it. Um, so like, like, yeah, because I, I think I'd really, because I knew I wasn't going to buy it because I was like, I, I got all these other games. Yeah. And I just, I saw the reviews. I mean, they, they were decent. I mean, there were good reviews for it, but it just wasn't enough for me. It didn't pique my interest. Mm -hmm. Like, I may, maybe one day, if it's cheap, um, either I might check it out or hopefully it comes to Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, but um <laughs> it's kind of crazy but, how like yeah. large marvel is in in kind of all forms of pop culture but none of the games have really hit in in the same way that any of the movies have like the, even marvel's avengers which <laughs> has now come and gone basically you know i feel like that was the largest release they've had and that didn't even really get that much talk outside of people just kind of complaining about it. Yeah, I I think maybe maybe because those people don't really play those kind of games. Maybe 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 they just they like the movies and they all into that stuff, but they just and they just want to play Fortnite. Yeah, I mean and it's kind of funny because like a lot of the games journalist people who like podcasts and stuff that I listen to are always actually pretty dismissive of like the the Marvel movies and stuff. So yeah, maybe the the audience for the Marvel movies are just not the same people who are even playing video games for that matter. Yeah, because even the people who do play video games and they watch the Marvel movies, they they know enough about the game probably to like the point where eh, it isn't that good. Only right. Spider-Man is a good one. And that, and that's, it's actually a good game. It, it sold a lot, but it was just a good game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, the other ones see the other ones like shutting down shit. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So where we at? Number six, yep, number, number, six. number six is as dusk falls. Okay. That was the, um, basic, what is, what's it called? The novel, uh, visual novel, um, virtual novel or yeah, visual right, novel, visual virtual novel. novel. Yeah. I'm it came out. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It came out. Yeah, it came out early last year. I played a lot of it. I don't know how far I've been in it. I didn't realize how big the game was. Um, because I felt like I played a lot, and I I don't know if I'm close to the end or not. Because it seemed like it's still a lot to go on a story, but 
it's pretty damn good. It's a good story. Um, like the choices, like it reminds me of the the Telltale games or um, what's like a Heavy Rain, um, those games. Mm-hmm. But it, it seemed like it's more branches than those games, and it feels like I can play this game for a long time because of just the many choices you you make doing this, and it'd be some pressure choices, and because it'd be a timer and stuff on them, so you gotta like. Um, hurry up and choose, just like some of the Telltale games, but it, like some of this stuff just seemed so tense and everything. Like that robbery, man, I didn't know like what to do. Sometimes I felt like I'm just going to stick on this oh, one way, like so I'm just going to stick with save my family. But then I start having feelings for the robbers. Um, <laughs> I start I feeling bad, it's like because you play as them, you're not playing as one of them. Like they switch you, so you don't stay as just one. Um, you know, you don't stick with one person. Uh, like it is closer probably to heavy rain, but it's done better. Um, like you, you switch between uh, protagonists uh, in the game to the point where you, are, so you know why things are happening. And it's like, oh man, do I want the character to do something about this? Like get this guy hurt or get hit the other guy's family hurt? Or like how do, it's like you, you, you want to choose like more so protect in situations. It's, it's done very well. Like it's a good, like overall, like the story. It's a simple drama that you probably can see on a uh, television, like a, a probably like uh, those. What they used to be back in the day, those afternoon movies and stuff like that. <laughs> they used to come on, but playing through it and actually choosing what to do and stuff is it makes it totally different. It makes it actually uh, pretty. De- I mean, it's a decent story for a video game and like. Going through that is pretty cool. It's not, yeah, it's not the gameplay is usually like the the buttons you have to press. Like if you have, you're trying to open a lock, you gotta hurry up and you like move the stick up. So like heavy weight is, but not done in their way where it was like you felt like you gotta press like seven buttons at the same time. And sometimes <laughs> it was just so wrong. But yeah, it's thus false that I really enjoy that because I'm I'm mostly into the story based games. So yeah, that's definitely in my top ten. Yeah, and at my number six. Nice. So I guess we're getting the top five now. Yeah. So what you got for number five? All right. Number five for me is Tunic. Uh, Tunic is a game I was very excited uh, to leading up to its its release. Uh, I mean, it was a very long kind of uh, development cycle there. Um, and when it came out, I, I did have some problems with it. But thankfully, they have accessibility features in there like you know, invincibility that allowed me to uh, get deeper into that game and explore some of the more kind of intricate concepts that they have there. It's, it's not just kind of a Zelda, like as as it appears to be on its surface. And it has a lot more kind of concepts that it's delving into there. And I think that stuff is really neat. It's a game that I didn't get around to finishing, but I, I very much would like to get back to that game at a certain point. It's one of those things that it feels like if I were just playing it on a different console, if I had gotten it on the switch or something, I, I probably would have finished it. Um, but instead I chose to go the free route, uh, via game pass and, uh, you know, haven't gotten around to finishing it, but it's an awesome game, beautiful game, and, uh, definitely looking forward to playing more of it. All right. That's it's, wait a minute, you didn't finish it. No, nah, I didn't finish it. Oh, darn, I thought you finished it for some reason. All right. So, the next, my number five game is Pentiment, which I just heard this game two days ago. 
Uh, <laughs> it's not true. I, I, well, well, Daniel, put it like this. You might have mentioned it. Yeah. But I think that went, it just something that is went one, one ear and out the other. Okay. I didn't pay attention to the damn word. I think you even said that you might like this game. And I probably said, yeah, okay. I said, I probably just, this was, this, this, Thanks, I Tommy. didn't know what the, I didn't know what the hell the game looked like because <laughs> I looked at it now. No, actually, I think, I think I see just one picture of it. I was like, oh, okay. And yeah. then I didn't care. Um, but no, actually looking at reviews and watching some gameplay of it. Yeah, I think I would have liked this game because I played it and mm. I put it at number five. It's done by Sidian. Yeah. Um, and so, so I guess I can get on Xbox Game Pass, um, to play it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like takes place in 16th century Bavaria or something like that. Um, that's uh, that's what I see here, and <laughs> it's done in an il- illustrated way of like how things were drawn then, and that's how the um, the graphics look. So it looks really cool, like you moving your character and stuff. But you're you're some like type of artist, and you are solving these murders that happen. It seems like it's like a detective type of thing going on here. Where you uh, have to talk to characters and, um, and stuff to find out who killed someone, but I think you only have a little bit of time to do it, so you're not going to get all the evidence. And who you choose is the criminal. I don't. Do, I, I don't know if, mm, from what I've heard, is that you don't really get a sense of like who actually did it. Like you won't get to know like, oh, I, I put say this person did it. It won't be like, oh, you're wrong. It'll just mm-hmm. that that person did it. Um, and, then, and then you find I out later it, that you uh, killed an innocent person, probably. Uh, but I don't know. See, that's the thing. It, the way that guy talks about it's like you don't know. You won't. No, okay. You won't you definitely know if they out. did it or not. Yeah, it's just gonna weigh on your conscience forever, Dominic. But what you choose, it, it affects. It, it affects the world as because time moves forward and other things um, happen in the future. Yeah, your decisions will change how the community. Um, goes and then it says your choices play out over generations so i think you it goes to be i don't know if you become the same person or you're like a descendant of the person or something um as you go down but like oh, as you move as you go further in the game uh-huh. um because hey, i never got to look like he was playing the same guy so i i didn't never understood that but yeah i mean it's just like an rpg ish type of game um like Assidian does but now, City is really big on narrative, and that's what this is. But it's not very convoluted or too. They said like Path of Exiles was. I never played that, so if you uh, you know what that game is, then it's not um, as bad as that one. As far as like being too wordy, <laughs> but it's yeah, uh, it looks very neat. Um, and I because I'm really big on story based games, this looks like something that'll be up my alley. Um, and definitely because I do like. Also, solid mysteries, you know, like a lot like Ace Attorney stuff, and uh, what other games I played? Oh, well, a game I'm about to say, um, uh, well, some of the Nornery game stuff and things like that, where mm-hmm. you're um, doing the puzzles and you're also trying to figure out what's going on. I, I like that. I love suspense and mystery and a nice narrative to go with the gameplay of it. And yeah, this just went up my alley. So yeah, I'm definitely going to probably be checking this game out um, when I get a chance. Nice. And so now we're moving on to number four. So what's your number four game? All right. My number four is high on life. Um, so Holy shit. What? I forgot about that game. Uh-oh. So, well, go ahead. Would it make the list, Dominic? I don't know. All right. We'll call that one an honorable mention. All right, so High on Life, first-person shooter featuring the voices of uh, 
several comedians, including JB Smooth uh, and also Justin Roiland. Um, yeah, I think that game did a fantastic job with the concept that it went in with. Uh, I, I really thought coming into this game, it was going to kind of be overbearing with your guns talking to you and kind of being a nuisance. And that ended up not being the case. And the actual first person shooting, I thought was far better than I also expected it to be. It's not a just competent first person shooter. I think it's an actively good first person shooter and the mechanics that it started to add as I, as I stopped playing it, I'm something I need to get back to. Um, but like adding the jetpack and stuff like that, increasing my mobility while being able to, uh, to fire on these guys, I think will add a, a nice little wrinkle to it. The story overall is whatever, but I think the, the comedy sensibilities of the game in general do a good job of, of making me not too, too worried about where the actual like overall story is or is going. Yeah. I mean, I had fun when I played the game. I wasn't as far as you though. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, man, that's probably why I don't remember it. Um, cause I didn't play as much of it and darn, um, I'm thinking this probably would have placed horizon forbidden rest. I'm not saying it would be number 10, but horizon would have been probably kicked off. Mm. Um, if I play more of this game, darn, um, so yeah, I guess this would be my honorable mention because I'm not going to edit this shit um, to try to put that in there. I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> so that's why it's a half-ass game list. So that's yep. there you go. Uh, <laughs> but it would have been, been number one for me. So that's that's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now my number four is AI, the Sovereign Files, the Nirvana um, Initiative. Okay. And this is uh, the sequel to AI, Sovereign Files, which came out in 2021 i want to say or 2020 um it was fairly recent i didn't even hear about this game until nirvana initiative did come out so i had played the first one first and that was still on game pass and then it was about to leave so i had to hurry up and beat it and Mm -hmm. i did and and it was it was real good this is by the guys i mean with the same i think the same studios who done the um nonary games um 999 and um the last Virtue's last stand yeah, or last, last reward. Reward, yes. And then you got the Dangaropa stuff, um, games. So it's it's almost similar to that, but it's like it's the graphics are better than those games. The uh dialogue is also all spoken. I think the other games were all spoken to yeah, never, never mind. Why am I saying that? Uh they, <laughs> they, they're all spoken Because it's rare it's for those well. types of games. So like you gotta give yeah. it credit for that. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, good for them that they have yeah, spoken do- in English because they had to translate it. Nice. So, and it's done very well. Um, yeah, it's funny. I like the, the little girl. Well, actually, it goes to two type of time travel. So, you see when she's like 18. So, mm-hmm. kind of playing as her when she's older um, in this version because you're playing the, the girl who was, she was a little girl in the first game, but now she's older and you're trying to find out these murders. And the twist, like, the story is so twisted. Like, like it's not what everything's not what you seen when you start out. It is not definitely not what you seen. And then when you get to a point where the story twists, I'm like, oh my god! That, so this makes all the sense now. Um, now I do. I'm a little upset because in the first one, it's like you could have, you could kind of figure it out mm-hmm. uh, what was going on. Even though I, I mean I didn't, but I could see like, okay, I understand. 
this felt like it, it cheated me. It's like, there's no way we're all going to figure that out. I mean, I like the twist, though. <laughs> I do like it. But it was like, I, I couldn't figure this out. What was going on? But I do, at the end of the day, like, after I spent some time away from it, I was like, you know what? That was that, that was still a good twist, though. And, like, the investigations. like Because, like, I was big on Phoenix Wright games. So, investigating and looking up the... Um, Looking, looking for the clues and uh, evidence and stuff like that. Talking, talking with people, getting funny dialogue or some serious. It'd be some serious dialogue too. Um, was always fun. Um, I like the different branches you go through, like seeing um, something done in a similar way, but in a different like branch, like so a different time. So you're like, oh, this um, say okay, so like you like so you're playing another branch and you're like. Oh, I know the answer to this or something like that, and so I can go in here and then something different happens. Um, it it is done, yeah. I it's probably the best version of those games, um, like Danganronpa and other Nornery games. Um, now, like they got some of the files. Um, and I'm trying because I'm trying to remember everything. Hmm. Now the branches, I think, with this one, but wasn't as much as the first one. I do like the first one better mm-hmm. than uh, Nirvana Initiative, but Nirvana Initiative's narrative it's just as good. Like it's just as good. But like if I was picking the best between the two, I'll pick the first one better. But I I just become a big fan of all these games now uh, that these people have done, and because it's like they've all been good. Now I will say, Danganronpa, um. The first one was good. Second one wasn't that great. So I don't know how Dang Roper 3 is, but from what I've seen, it wasn't as good as those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it was better than two. I have no idea. But I still, I might check. I was, I'm going to check it out just to see for myself. But yeah, um, this was a prize. Like, this was a prize game. I didn't think I would like this. Like, years ago, the, the um, I would not have even looked at these games when I even gave them a chance, probably. I would say, oh, this is some <laughs> Japanese anime shit. I, I don't give a damn about these two bad games. It's dumb. But no, they, yeah, they do really good well with storytelling in these. Um, I wish, I wish Final Fantasy could do that. <laughs> no, I wish I wish those games could do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hire some of that talent. Yeah, yeah because like them, um, Yakuza. Uh, well, even like Trails. Trails has its problems though, but it's better storytelling than Final Fantasy. I, I'll <laughs> tell you that. Those some of those Square games, man, they be going getting like out there, like graphically and stuff, and probably gameplay wise, they'd be better in these games. But story wise, hell no. All right, so yeah, that was my number. What number I had that on? Four. four? Yes, yep. number four. So what's your number three? We doing top three, people. My number three is TMNT Shredder's Revenge. All right. Um, so I just like the nostalgia of it. Like this feels like an old Ninja Turtles arcade game, but it's totally new. I appreciate that they let you play with how many people at the same time? It was it was it six or eight? I forget. It's a it's quite a few, and yeah. I'm totally surprised that they let they actually have online co-op. I'm sorry because too many games today do not do online co-op for their beat 'em ups. Only Street to Wage and this have done it. That I of note that's actually pretty good. Um, unfortunately, Battle Tools is not good. Uh, <laughs> and actually, you know what? Battletoads is not online. My fault. I think the time I did play oh, yeah, with somebody, it was yeah. I was over their house. Never mind. Forget that. Yeah, awful. That's that's why the game's even worse. So, <laughs> TNT, yeah, 
uh, the game's done well. Uh, um, I can't remember everything in this game because I haven't played it in so long now. But the visually, it looks well done. It looks like it could be like on a, uh, the arcades back in the day, but it looks better than that. Um, but it's, it has still gives you, yeah, it gives you the feel of like this is what it looked like when you were a kid mm-hmm. um, playing those games. And the enemies they have, like, it just really gives you back from the cartoon, takes you back to the cartoon days. Um, I've, and the different power ups that the um, each turtle has, well, each well each guy has all the turtles. You got April O'Neil, you got um, Casey Jones, you got you can play as Mad Master Splinter. Yeah, um, I don't know why he needs that cane anymore if he can just jump around and stuff. But anyway, I mean, <laughs> it's about the illusion. Like I said, Yoda, he's like Yoda, exactly. Like yeah, <laughs> um, but nah, that like beat 'em ups is like not far in between and the ones we do have we gotta you gotta be local co-op and mm-hmm. i get it look i like local co-op is fun to do but as an adult um i can't do that and i think it's because of they don't want to have to like oh we want a server or something but i don't want to do the p2p stuff again yeah. i don't do um like you share it like hey whoever has the best um connection you host the game <laughs> you host the game for people I don't know why they won't just have some implementation. Mm, I'm, I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> implementation of that in there. Yeah. I, I just wonder, like, can Microsoft or PlayStation have something where people can use them to connect online right. or something like that? Yeah, because Steam has that built in now where basically you can trick local co-op games into thinking that they're online multiplayer games. So you would think that Microsoft or or Sony could implement that in some way on their back end to, to do a similar thing. Oh, I also want to talk about the controls. The controls are, are dead on. Like, I never had any problems mm-hmm. um, playing... Like in um, what's the game called? The uh, Scott Pilgrim. Like it was a little, you know, it's kind of loose. Yeah, it was so yeah, easy to fall was. off. You know, <laughs> like all the edge. Uh, but not it doesn't feel like that in this game. Like it is, yeah, definitely responsive. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, the game is great. I mean, the game is great. I, I give it to him. Seems awesome. Um, I think I think it's so wrong that you got on your goddamn honorable <laughs> mentions and you got fucking tunic. <laughs> Up there, and it's like, no, no, and no, and the Mario game. This is bullshit. Um, but and Kirby, and Kirby, man, this is bullshit. You got those three games up there, and don't got TMT. All right, so what you got? We're going number two. So let's talk God of War Ragnarok, Dominic. Your number two. Well, no, you go first. All right, um, so God of War Ragnarok, I'm. It is, it's a weird thing because it came out. I was very excited for it to come out, uh, bought it instantly, started playing it instantly, but I just haven't had that same drive that I had for the first one to, to go through it. Despite the fact that I very much want to see what that story is. And, and I don't know if it's because I wasn't as worried about spoilers because it didn't seem like those spoilers were really going around in the way that I thought they might, or maybe I just, they aren't what I thought they might end up being. Um, but I haven't been as, as driven to get through it to like avoid hearing something that, you know, might ruin it for me. Um, the gameplay is as, as solid as ever. The, the graphics are beautiful, but 
there's just a layer of it where, you know, it's, it's not quite what that first game was. Um, and I think a lot of that is just cause it's not as new and different as that was from the rest of the series, but everything yeah, else about it is still top tier. And, and I really want to play it. It's just something that's not like a, it, it's not, it's not becoming the priority for me. It's not, it's not driving me to turn it on, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, that, that was a problem. Like at what, there was a point where I really wanted to play it. Mm-hmm. And that was probably right after I finished the first one. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it may, maybe like a year at this game, would have came out a year or even two years after that. one. I think I would have been right on it. Mm-hmm. I just think as time goes on, I'm also getting older. Um, things are just, um, you got to grab me or something. And, I started playing this. I thought it was going to be like, because even when you said you got it, I wasn't excited as I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. I was surprised too. It's like, Darren, I'm not excited like that to hurry up and download this. But when I download, I said, maybe I got to start playing and it, it will get me. And it's funny how I'm talking like this and this game is my number two. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and but I think it's just like when we started playing it and we're talking about it, we're, we're kind of picking on the other things because it's such a good game that it's just kind of a given, right? So you, you yeah. focus on the the nitpickier stuff. Yeah, um, it, it just yeah, as planned as because it seems so similar to the first one, which was great. Mm-hmm. That I was like, okay, I mean, this is this is good. I mean, this is fun. I was like, man, but I just not in the mood to like really delve into this right now. Like I was, I forgot what I was playing. I don't think I started Persona yet. Did I? Um, I'm not sure. I probably was maybe was playing Gotham Knights, which that, that that's even horrible. That's even worse <laughs> than I'm playing. I, play, I, play, I, was, I said I gotta finish this game. Um, but yeah, I yeah I'm, I'm one yeah this year I'm gonna one day um, force myself just to play through it um, because yeah I do want to see it and I'm lucky that I haven't seen spoilers either. I didn't even think about that though too mm-hmm. honestly. I didn't even think about like oh man I gotta be spoiled uh, on that. Um, now, now I'm scared I'm going to get spoiled, Dan, and I am going to get spoiled. Someone's going to just <laughs> pop up now because you just reminded me. Um, but, yeah, because because my mind's going to be looking for it. My mind's yeah. going to be looking for it now. Uh, but, yeah, that – but the game, yes. I mean, because it seems like it's the same as the last one. I um, mean, other people have given high praise that I know, like, well, same as last one. I didn't really hear anything that was, like, better, honestly. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I didn't really hear, like – or oh, they got this new mechanic here that's so much better than the last game. I didn't see that. And I think that's why I wasn't on high so much of playing it. It just, yeah, I, it's just the time. It was really just timing. It's not, it's not its fault. That, I mean, I got it at number two because I feel like it's still a great game. Um, but it's just the timing of it was not at a time where I was ready, like, ready to play it. Like if this would have came out before, like maybe a year before or maybe two years before, um, initially came out. I think I probably this was I would have stopped the game I was playing probably most likely and then just dumped right into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just didn't get that. Yeah, I just didn't get that. No, I was playing Spider Man. Oh. I was playing Spider Man Remastered. <laughs> that's what it was. Sony's getting you from both ends, and that's the thing. I was not sure to. I didn't. The reason I didn't put Spider Man Remastered on this list is because it's the same game. It's just yeah. done on a PC. So. If, if that was this is like a PC top ten, then yes, 
I would have put that up there because it came. That's when it came. I mean, on PC, it was this mm. was last year. But that's the only reason I put it up there. But that it definitely it would have been up there anywhere if this was like the first time it was ever released. So now, so what is your number one? We're doing number ones, people. Hold on, hold on. Like I say, we got to wait. Let's pause for the nice music that we're going to have here. Okay. I'm just joking. I might not even put the music right there. Uh, uh, what's your number one, Daniel? All right. So my number one is Tinykin. Um, this is a game that kind of came out of nowhere for me. I didn't really have many expectations for, but then once I got to actually playing it, I just didn't want to stop playing it. There, this is the game that drew me in this year the most. And I just basically in a couple of sessions went from beginning to end and collected as much of the, the pollen as I could. It just, it really grabbed me. Um, it, it's funny because, you know, at the time you kind of made fun of me for never really having played a Pikmin game when this is very much like a Pikmin style game. Um, but I think it really takes that aspect and then adds the the platforming stuff that really is what draws me in from a gameplay perspective. Um, the movement in the game feels crisp. Um, you, you can move very quickly through the levels because they can be very big for your very tiny little person. And and just the collectathon nature of the stuff like the pollen, it very much just kept drawing me in. Now, they did go a little overboard with that stuff. There, it's definitely not a thing that I, I felt like I needed to make sure I collected every piece because I I tried and I would look around those worlds and just never find whatever little pieces were left, I guess. Um, and it doesn't necessarily preclude itself to being uh, having a guide work out for it when you have hundreds of, of little collectibles. Um, but I, I think it, that was part of kind of like the addictive nature of bringing me back to it because there were so many of those little things that you just turn the camera around a little bit and you see some stuff off in the distance that brings you over there. And then next thing you know, you're looking around again and you see a little more and it just keeps getting you to play a little more and a little more and a little more. Um, so yeah, without a doubt that game came out of nowhere for me it was on game pass, which is, you know, a huge win. Uh, that I don't have to pay additional money to, to give a game a chance. You know, this is, this is the perfect game for that platform where it's something that may look cool, but you might not give it a chance because it costs a certain amount or what have you. There's some, some layer of barrier there that, you know, it's either that or a demo, which most people don't do anymore. Um, so giving me the chance to play it and then having it just click with me the way it did, I, I'm, I'm very grateful for how game awesome that game is. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I, I love about game pass. Cause mm-hmm. it's a lot of these games. I would not have touched if it wasn't on game pass. Yeah. I mean, and even like the, the AI one I, ones, right. That, that was on game pass, right? Yeah. I would never have touched those games. <laughs> never. And instead no, I, I would just want to play like, if somebody would have had, if somebody, Said, said like this is a great game. I said, man, it's like hey, uh, they said you did into that animation. I said, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and including this game. 
Like, I would never have touched it if it was on Game Pass, even though it was like 50 cents. I don't know how much it cost. It's, it's something real cheap. <laughs> um, Vampire Survivor. Yes. My number one game of the year. Um, this game. Um, what? Now, see, now I forgot why I even tried this game. I don't know. Where did I see? I think I was looking up. I think I was looking at some article or something. Mm-hmm. And somebody just mentioned. Actually, no. I think it was on Twitter, and because somebody was talking about like they think something something's a game of the year, and then this this a random tweet. Some guy was like, respond to this tweet. He's like, man, I don't know how this is not better. To say I don't know about that. Like, it seemed like none is better than Vampire Survivor. I was like, what the hell is he talking about? And then <laughs> so I looked up. So I looked it up, and I saw like, oh, that's that game I saw that was like in beta or something, or like early access or something like that, and um on Xbox, and I was like. And I looked at it, it looked all like an old Castlevania thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? And I said, is this like Castlevania? But then I saw like, oh, it's a roguelite thing. And it's like, oh, I I don't know if I'm going to like this. But then I look at the gameplay of it. I was like, darn, man. People give it a god good. I look at the reviews. I was like, damn, hey, I get good reviews. Let me just try it since it's on Game Pass. I just try it. And it seemed all right. Now, I wasn't hooked yet still. But I was like, oh, okay. It's like this um, auto attack thing and you you know you level up and you get some new abilities they auto attack you just gotta move your character around and i didn't know there was anything deeper to it so i was like i always died i always died when those skeletons start coming mm-hmm. i was like oh maybe i was close to the end and now i just gotta figure out how to get past that i don't know um <laughs> so that's why i just told you about it then you didn't play it till like uh i don't know a month later when mm-hmm. i mentioned it or so um and then you start saying like how you really got hooked on to it and how you got to another stage or something in this like there's other stages and stuff and i was like oh there are i said i don't know so i tried again that's still got against the skeletons kept getting killed by those skeletons and i was like i i said i don't i don't know i said i mean i said like i was like i'm having fun though up to that point i am having fun i was like yeah i'm just killing everything and then those skeletons come I said, oh fuck i said what am i supposed to do and then you mentioned i forgot what you said and then when i played like the remember. weapons discussion we were having yeah yeah you're saying you were saying what weapons to use so I said, okay, I'll use that book. Still kept dying. Um, and so I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Um, so I just kept trying. I was like, you know what? Because I'm still having fun. I'm not frustrated. Like, I'm still, like, I'm mad at the moment. Like, damn it. And I, I, I hit play again. I, I say, was I just say, play, but if you're anything like me, it's just like, oh, I got to get right back into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I figure out how to move with the weapon. Like, I was taking, I was like, then I'll start taking it seriously. I was like, let me get my serious pants on. Um, <laughs> then um, I start just like focusing like how the weapons were like when the weapon would move, like attack, when the book, how the book moves, and then how different like weapons um will react and how they reacted. Like I I figured out like oh the um stopwatch, I don't get hurt if I get near the enemies if they stopped. Mm. So I leveled it up. To a point where I can go through a whole bunch of enemies and just hurry up and move, and then I know like I'm level up. It's, it's long. It's a longer. Um, it stays longer. They stop for a longer period of time, or when you get that ability, we say, "Hey, your your abilities last for this many minutes or something like that, right. or seconds." Um, and then I saw like when you level because I didn't. I would try to get keep getting new weapons instead of just leveling the ones. I use the most. Mm-hmm. So I start focusing on like what I want. 
Now, sometimes you don't get what you want. So yeah. then I just figure out what's the best, what's the best of the things I have. And I just level them up as much as I can when I have a chance to, to a point that they do a lot of damage or they cause a point where I can move. So then when I got to this, when the horde of skeletons coming, I can just kind of move through them like somewhat like they either dying or they stopped for some reason, or I invincible for a period of time where I got to the point or even if I got hurt, I got to a point where I can get out of there and not, and still survive. And then I, that's where I really started learning how to play. So, okay, now I get this. So I got to the other stage. I started getting to different stages. Then I start seeing that, oh, there's a big list here because I didn't even bother looking at the other menus of like, you can unlock this thing if you do certain um, quests, um, like, you know, activities during the game. Like, oh, if you level up this ability to this point, you'll unlock this other weapon or this other ability or something like that. And it gets a whole lot deeper than that. Um, I mean, that's where you realize how deep the game is. And just and it's just so much fun. And like 30 minutes is the limit on the stages until the death comes and gets you. And I was thinking when you said like 30 minutes, I was like, damn, man, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be playing that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. 30 minutes is it's like a, that's a TV show. I, was like, I don't yeah. think I'm going to have it on a TV show. I don't think I'll play that long. But man, dude, I was playing for a while, man, because <laughs> I realized I was sitting in my chair for a long time. Um, playing. I saw us look at the clock and say, Holy shit. I mean, I said, I need to get up and do something because I am. <laughs> so I was like, Oh no, this time has really flown by. <laughs> I mean, playing this game, like it just got me hooked. It's surprising. This simple, this isn't like it's such a simple concept. And I mean, th- you know what? We get those games, simple concept, but they become so addictive. I mean, mm-hmm. you got you got games like Angry Birds, Flappy Birds, um. There's, there's other ones, I guess, like Candy Crush or something like that. Um, mm, I mean, yeah. Bejeweled and things of that nature. Peggle, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, peg, yeah. Um, just things are like, hey, they're nice and simple, but they just they keep you going. Like they keep you want to just keep playing them. So yeah, and this game, yeah, this this is done very well. Like it was, the guys who ever did this, they worked on this. This is like, man, this was a good game. This is totally surprised. Mm-hmm. I did not realize I was going to like this game. I just thought something like it's like one of those niche games that nerd gamers like, and it was like something I would never like. I was like, oh <laughs> yeah, I guess I mean I'll just take your word for it. It's just, it's just not for me. But nah, this this game is is pretty damn good. Yeah, pretty damn good. Absolutely. Um, oh, you got anything to say? Because that was your number three, right? Or number two? That was my number two. Yeah, I mean, I think you pretty much covered it. You know, a lot of it was just like the the mystery of of figuring out like there's more to this game than just doing that stuff. And even like the the conversations that you and I had about it, like that that was a cool aspect of it where it's like, wait, if I use this and this and then I get, Oh, okay. Cause like I never used the stopwatch really. Cause I, I, it was one of the weapons. It's like, it doesn't do damage to things. So like if I'm trying yeah. to crowd control, but like now, even with you saying like, yeah, you don't get hurt when you move through the enemies when they're frozen. Like, that makes me go, oh, yeah, but you were also talking about how on a previous podcast, when you use it, it turns into like a clock where, you know, it freezes things around you and like how powerful that could be, uh, you know, especially coupled with yeah. something that does a lot more damage. Well, uh, it's like I think, but yeah, like I, it's not really that just that weapon. I, it's some other, I forgot what other weapon, like where... 
you time it like it 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 goes around you like mm-hmm. the weapon like the ones that don't have a specific like uh location where it goes like the whip like it goes right. back and forward like behind you and the other one goes only when you're facing something like the mm-hmm. knife um there's what that thinks is this area control and yeah. that's like one of them and when you start leveling up you start seeing you i've realized there's a pattern that they're moving and it's mm-hmm. moving like at a clockwise pattern around you so the point that i know where to go next right. if like i'm in trouble like oh shit like i need to get somewhere so i know to move down here with this and um i'm trying to think of the other oh the fire because the fire does the same thing yeah it moves in a clock clockwise pattern also so when i had both of them at the same time man it was just like oh man this this beasting yeah that game that game is really it's incredible it's fantastic yeah don't try to up me it's all right <laughs> it's just, <laughs> all right so yeah so now i guess our game of the year is uh is going to be vampire survivor then yeah because that was your number two and my number one god of war barely missed it um mm-hmm. it's always number two to something isn't it because <laughs> it's always it's number two to everybody and what against elden ring and yeah. you couldn't even get up here i thought it was gonna make it up here but yeah so the Super Game of the Year is Vampire Survivors. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the end of the show. Unless we got something else we got to say. Is there any other award? Is there like the, the worst game award or something <laughs> like we got to give? <laughs> I was actually thinking about that earlier today. Like what would be my worst game or most I think uh, we did last year. <laughs> yeah, most disappointing. Um, I think last year we did like our the best game we played last year. Even... If, even the best game we played last year even think didn't come out in 2022, but it was the best game we played. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, Vampire Survivor is still that game. Yeah. For me, personally. Yeah. The only one that would have made my list, I think, if I had games from previous years, like stuff that I had played first, would would be Astro's Playroom. I think that's a fantastic experience as well. Oh, but- goddamn. You would have had Astro's Playroom over Tinykin? Uh, not not number one necessarily. Oh. I'm just saying, oh, like, made my okay. list at all. Yeah. Oh, okay, made you. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. no, yeah, yes, no. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. Like, well, the game I played Persona Five Royale. Um, first time it's been on Xbox and PC, but mm. it's you know it's been around. Um, yeah. and I played the Trails games. They they've been around though. I'm just late to the party. Um, <laughs> and well, the game I played that came out previous years. Um, I did play. Cyberpunk, but that one had made my list. Um, I played. I can't even think of some of those. Well, the Nordery game stuff. They might have made my list. Um, AI Summoner Files 1 would have made my list mm-hmm. over the bottom. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's it. Um, anything else? Yeah, I think get, um, it. Talk a lot of here. All right. Thank you guys as always for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStallworth5. I'm at Regulus MB. The podcast is at Superpod, S U P A P O D. Superpod.com is the website, has all of our podcasts, as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there is a video version of this podcast. And uh, audio versions can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and any other place you might find a audio podcast. Until next time, guys, talk to you later. All right, see you.